Welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast about the power and importance of neighboring. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and I am joined, as usual, on our virtual front porch by my colleague and neighboring, Adam Barlow-Thompson. Hey, good neighbors, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we have a pretty special treat. We've got not one, not two, but three guests on the podcast today to deliver some heat because these folks um, already can tell you they brought energy so much so that I'm a little terrified that uh, where this might go. Um, but we have three of the people who've been participating in our Kansas Animator Network. Uh, this is a cohort of people from across the state of Kansas who are learning asset-based community development and then working in their communities to, um, to engage the community based on their giftedness and find out what kind of hidden treasures are in their local communities. So I want to introduce these people to you. And so if you guys would say hello after I uh, introduce you. So from Southeast Kansas, we have Allie Utley on the call. Hello, hello. We have from way out Western Kansas, Tori Gleason. Hello, friends. And we have from Northeast Kansas, Jeff Prothrow. Hello, everybody. These folks are really fantastic. I'm very excited that they're part of this co this uh, this podcast today. And to give you a little bit of background about the program they've been a part of, we've been meeting um, for about four months every Wednesday morning at eight o'clock, which Allie has told me eight o'clock is her special time. And so she really loves that we made her get up that early. Oh. Word for word, that's what I said, yep. <laughs> That's what she said, word for word. Um, and so we've been meeting, we've been learning, we've been listening to guest speakers who've been giving us lots of great information. Uh, and and we've really enjoyed getting to learn from each other and then also um, being a part of just this, like it's kind of been a little little family that's been gathering and, and getting together uh, to have these conversations. So I've been, I'm really excited to share what they've been working on and what they've learned. So for each of the people on, we sent them a question before we interview or before we started the recording to think about, and then we're going to have them give some feedback about their experience in the Kansas Animator Network. And so Allie, we're going to start with you. What was the most significant learning for you as you've been a part of the Kansas Animator Network? I think the number one thing that I've taken away from my experience being a part of this cohort is that no matter where you are, rural, urban, you know, wherever, there's always a stranger who wants to become a neighbor. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, especially coming from Southeast Kansas, I come from a really small town population, 5,000. Um, people can get really complacent with the network that they have and the people that are around them. You know, they always say like, oh, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. I would argue that I would say there's always somebody you don't know. Maybe they aren't your age, maybe they aren't your race, but there's always somebody that you can add to your, your circle, your friend group. And even if there isn't for some, some miraculous reason, I would say that there's always someone you can at least build a greater and stronger relationship with. And I think being a part of this cohort has really pushed me to, to make those friends and to make those connections and really expand my, horizons when it comes to meeting people all over the place. 
Ali, do you mind sharing? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to ask if there's a particular story of someone that you've met or for like for your experience of connecting with a stranger. Uh, yeah, there was actually. And I remember this actually, I think this happened maybe after first, second, third meeting. I don't remember somewhere in there um, when we, it, when we were doing the uh, front door project, um, you had to go around and, and since I'm one of those people that like I knew everybody in my neighborhood because I've lived there practically since birth and I wanted to just kind of do something more unique than that. Um, I remember going into a restaurant and um, in Allen County we have a local community college and there tends to be a pretty big divide between our college students and the rest of the town for one reason or another and there was a girl that was working there and I don't really know why I was so intrigued, but um, when she was taking my order, I just asked her what her name was. And um, she's Hispanic and she has, um, she has a very uh, Latina name, I should say. And um, I asked her, you know, where she was from. And she was like, oh, I'm from Chicago, but I was raised in uh, Mexico. And she, like, we just struck up this conversation um, that I would have never, I would have never even, thought about, you know, probably before this cohort. And now I have this connection and I know her name and she knows mine and she knows my order right as soon as I walk in, I don't even have to say anything. So it's really, it's really <laughs> great on all sorts of levels. Yeah. That is wonderful. <laughs> yes, that is so good. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Any, any additions to that question, Tori or, or Jeff, that you want to throw in there? I think that language of stranger becoming neighbor is very impactful and powerful and there are so many people out there that are just wanting that connection and to give voice to that is is amazing it's a great intersection of what what's happening okay so jeff you're you're next on the agenda buddy so how has participating in the cohort shaped your approach to being active in your local context for so long you know i in working in ministry, um, you kind of get into this mindset of you got to find the next great program. Mm -hmm. And so many programs have been commoditized in a way that or prepackaged and you just want to give it to someone and say, okay, let's run with this and things like that. And I don't want to devalue some of the wonderful work that you can find that way. But what this has helped me be reminded of is there's just so much untapped resources in the neighborhood you live in. And when you give voice to that potential by simply being present as a good neighbor, you can really begin laying groundwork for people feeling empowered. And this has helped me to say again, you know, it's okay to step out of yourself to engage others and give them permission to tell their own stories because I think those stories provide a framework for authentic community engagement that really gives space to those who may feel like they're on the margins and it gives them space to weave their stories into kind of the wider community story. And this is done just by making yourself available and not having to rely so much, okay, what is the next big thing that we should be doing? And, the more you listen to stories, I think, the more you just kind of become part of this wider tapestry and you can really tap into that to create real change in communities. And this is kind of what this cohort has 
given me permission to really look at and think about and move forward with. Yes. Yes. Two things in response to that. First, for the listeners, Jeff is a pastor in his community. Um, Tori is a, actually is a chiropractor. And uh, Allie is uh, getting ready to start college in her, in her community. And so f- just to give some context there. The second thing, based on Jeff's answer. So Matt and I already recorded this episode once. I don't know if the listener knows that yet. Um, but we did such a terrible job. And I'm yeah. so glad that we are re-recording it now because you guys are killing it. Jeff, <laughs> that was perfect. Thank you. Oh, you're, no, thank you. I mean, this is out of four months of meeting at eight o'clock and just listening to you all and all the work that you've put in to create that space, even virtually. It's just been amazing. It really has. I don't know if this is like an inappropriate time to say this, but I was so like hesitant about joining this cohort because it was going to be like such an extended period of time that it scared me going into college, not knowing like what kind of time I would have. Right. Like this has actually been like one of the best decisions I think I've ever made. Just like, I could say that just from like the people that are in the cohort, like the conversations we were having just before this started is incredible. Um, But uh, it's also been like one of the, best learning experiences that you could ever find and this is something like such I mean it's like school but way less boring you know like (laughs) we have fun it's at 8 a.m but like we have fun and um yeah way better than sitting in a classroom I'm I'm glad you said school and not church (laughs) (laughs) because oh my gosh that though that is that's really good to hear I mean we went into this not really sure. It was right when COVID had really taken hold. We were all kind of trapped at home and not sure what was going to be next. Not that we know what's going to be next now, but um, yeah, like we weren't sure at all what it was going to be. And so it's good to hear. Like, I think I felt the same trepidation you did, Allie, going into this. Like, this could suck really bad and I don't know what'll happen, but um, it really, yeah, it's been nice. So Tori, uh, what advice would you give to someone who'd want, who might be wanting to start doing work in their community? So I think it really starts with a place of authenticity. And I think that both uh, of the previous cohort members, which I see as family, I'm not going to lie. First, when we started this, I felt like I was getting into an arranged marriage where I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, this is not going to be good. And all of a sudden it was like, well, maybe they did know right. God has and knows exactly what he's doing with this. And now every Wednesday, I'm like, these are my people. This is my family. And so it's been really good. But I think too often um, our society is more of a, a collect the dots, not a connect the dots. And, and I think that this has really been a time where it's really been about collaboration and building a cohort where we connect the dots. We, you know, our mission, vision, and plan may be different, but at the end of the day, our heart is the same and that we lean into that discomfort. We talk about difficult things and it's not, it's not easy work. It never is. The most valuable things that we have yet to make this country better are going to be difficult. I mean, Michelle Obama said there's beauty and there's pain and there's struggle and there's injustice, all these things. But out of that, the beauty that can come from that. And we have to lean in and do the work and, and, and not be afraid to fail. I mean, because failing is nothing more than you experiment, you learn, you try again, and you just keep going. Um, the other thing is, I know that I'm not the smartest person in the room, 
But what I am good at is surrounding myself with really intelligent people that have a lot of connections and are really good at doing that. And that's where the connecting the dots comes in, is that if we're going to collaborate, work together to do things, things worth doing, we've got to surround ourselves with those people and be authentic, be vulnerable. Vulnerable is the other piece to this is, you know, it's easy for us to slap a facade up. But when you tear those walls down and you, you're authentic to who you are and some of the things you see and you're vulnerable about, this is what I just, I don't get it, help me. That help me is mm -hmm. where we get to the next level. And I'm just so excited to be a part of this. And it's just been, it's been life-changing. I'm like Allie, I mean, I'm like double her age and, and with a remainder next to it. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I mean, I, like, I, I tell people about Allie all the time. I'm like, I gotta tell you about this girl. She's freaking amazing. <laughs> and then I'm like, and she's like 18 and she hasn't even gone to college yet. And so, uh, so, <laughs> but we just have a great time in our cohort. But, you know, it's, it's about that opportunity from where we are to where we want to be. And if leadership is an activity, we need to do those things and work together. And I feel like this collaboration building and what we're learning, the skills of looking in our own backyard, in our garden, and being able to connect the dots, that's how we make change. And that's how I'm currently making changes from the, from the things I've learned in this cohort. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, just a few things that I think to point out from, from what you guys are bringing to the table. And I just really appreciate you all so much for doing this. I mean, Kansas, in many ways, I think, like, um, is a state that gets stereotyped pretty easily. And as just like, oh, you know, they're just those farmers out there, and they're all the same. And, and it's, you know, just one monolith of of people who have their Bible in one hand and their gun in the other, and they're ready to go. Um, and to be truthful, I mean, you know, I don't know, we may all have our Bible and our gun, but we also have a lot of other stuff going on. And you guys are pointing out something beautiful about our state. And, you know, people from, from where Tori lives to where Allie lives is probably six hours of driving time. Uh, it's not close, but, we are, we do have this common spirit of looking for um, community in all places that we find ourselves. And we're going to organize where we are and make something positive for our communities. And I just am really excited to see how that the people who are graduating out of this cohort continue that work. And then we are planning on hosting another cohort sometime in 2021 um, and to bring those new folks into that. And like, have you guys being able to champion and, and encourage them from uh, that perspective? Like, I mean, what can't we do, right? Right. I'm excited. The potential from just this group and what, I don't know, it's that I, I don't care what marginalized population we're talking about in the state. I really believe with the, the, the heart and the, the work ethic of the people and character in this, this group that we could accomplish just about anything. I really believe that. And our network, our own personal networks that we have of people, um, and what they're like. All right, you know, Project One, let's knock it out, let's do it. And uh, and you know, I just I had this this idea of this big whiteboard, and like all of us sitting around, and like I don't know, I think we'll have this knocked out by Labor Day. Let's get this done. <laughs> I mean, you know, I love a good whiteboard, Tori. Oh, so. <laughs> absolutely. And if there's data, I'm there. I want to nerd out and geek out. If you have any type of data. That is that is the key to my heart. I just want you to know. We'll just send you. I'll send you some cards that just have equations. 
Oh, yeah. Thinking of you yeah, and good I would love that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, nothing says me like differential EQ, so that's okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I think that gets us to the end of this show today. We, we This is not a math podcast, but I um, want to say special thanks to Ali and Tori and Jeff for being a part of it and representing the whole cohort and give you a little, uh, for the listener, there's a little sneak peek. We're putting together a little video from the cohort with not just these three, but, but lots of other voices. Um, and so check that out at our website, neighboringmovement.org. And we'll be, uh, I think, trying to link that within the podcast, too, once it comes out. So you'll be able to see it then. Anything else, Matt? I, I mean, what else can we say? I, I can't imagine anybody listening to this and then just sitting. Like, it's time to go out there, right? Like, that's the thing that strikes me is that all three of you have named, like, a willingness to take action. But they're very doable actions. And then just go do it. So, like, let's go do it. The world needs us to go outside and... Um, connect. All right, neighbors, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Neighbor Next Door. As always, you can learn more about our work by visiting our website, www.neighboringmovement.org. Also, a special thanks to our guest editor, Jenna Moody, um, for her work in putting this all together. And uh, yeah, until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring.